0: Dear colleagues, um, thank you to the SRHE for inviting me for this, uh, this event and thank you for helping out. <laughs> um, for those who uh, thought I changed my name, just to be clear, it's still Jeroen Huisman and not the, the, the chairman has put you in the wrong direction, really. <laughs> um, allow me to say something about the topic of higher education policy. You already get the four points here, which are in the brief, allow me to do a little bit of a free-form run-through these uh, four issues without uh, actually following in detail these slides. Sorry about that. Uh, I think that's a case of asynchronous learning, yes. or my students actually say it's asynchronous teaching. Yes. Do I get, a... you get that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, seriously um higher education policy uh, I'm, I'm an advocate of research in that area so uh, you won't be surprised if i say this is a vibrant area for research If we go back 20 30 years i think we were at a stage where policy research in general was seen as oh that's another research on a policy the policy is described uh, the policy instruments are laid out and we're now going to analyze what the effects are it was I'm exaggerating, exaggerating a little bit, it was a bit boring. So it was actually great the government's thought about introducing market instruments in higher education because that made our life as higher education policy researchers much more interesting. Uh, that's one of the good things of marketization, maybe maybe one of the only things. Um, but. I'm, I'm serious here because it made us policy researchers aware that there are more things than just the policy on paper that needs to be analyzed, policy plans, how they are laid out, etc. So So that broadened up the scope for research and, and, and increasingly interesting puzzles came on the table around how should we actually develop policies for better higher education? What kind of mix do we need between traditional steering instruments and relying on market instruments. And, and, and it opened up also the debate about broadly the governance architecture that we should have in place as governments to steer higher education in certain directions. So again, this is not surprising that I'm saying that as a higher education researcher in the area of policy, it, but, but I argue it's a vibrant area. It brings us to questions about uh, governance. It brings us about questions about Regionalization about Europeanization, and I, I, I think there's a lot to be learned and a lot to be researched in in the near future. Again, my fellow partners here in the panel have said similar things about their area, so that is not the the most surprising bit. Maybe um, let me move on to a second theme, which I termed the relation with the with the disciplines, and that may be a bit of a of, of a love-hate relationship. Um, In preparation for this, I went back to the early volumes of uh, studies in higher education and looked at how people at that time addressed higher education policy. And it's it's interesting, it's very interesting how, I do understand where they're coming from, how shallow to a certain extent the policies were simply presented as facts, very descriptive. Studies in higher education maybe not be a good example. Let me take my own journal, Higher Education Policy. If I go back to the early years, it's people, researchers, serious researchers describing what the policy wants to do. Descriptive, lacking uh, uh, analytical levels. It serves a purpose, no doubt. And again, put it in the context of where we were 20, 30 years ago. Uh, I think we missed chances there, and we're missing chances nowadays, Uh, I think we should make much more use of what has been achieved in the core disciplines, public administration, political sciences, around the policy process, about policy implementation, about governance, about multi-level governance, for instance. I think we're missing the boat there. I think we are staying still in our comfort zone as high education researchers. Maybe that is because we're studying ourselves. We're staying in the comfort zone as we know what we're talking about. We live through these high education policies all the time. So I don't need to explain what I'm researching. I'm arguing we go back to the political sciences and public administration and really problematize what policy is and what it is about. So borrow more, steal if you wish, from the political sciences and public administration. Don't take policy as a given. Policy design, policy implementation needs to be more robustly analyzed before we come to an assessment of the outcomes of these policies. In this context, I particularly liked an upcoming paper by Paul Ashwin and Karen Smith, upcoming in studies in higher education, where they looked at how researchers on higher education policy looked at policy and how much lack of unpacking there was in those articles. Uh, third and last theme, um, keeping our distance and keeping abreast, I'll, I'll take these two uh, together. Uh, that is partly a personal thing, I, I think, but I, I struggle really to keep up with what's appearing. I see uh, Simon's presentation the slide, with slide with many references and I saw people making notes and I'll, I will do that as well. It's, yes, these are interesting papers I must read. I wasn't aware of their existence. The same uh, with Rachini's references in her, uh, in her paper. Ah, there's interesting stuff out there. How can I keep up? I won't bother you with how I do that, but I would like to put that at the collective level. We are a society, we're involved in research, but I think we also must think about the question how we preserve our knowledge and how we transfer that to future generations of higher education researchers. How we should do that I'm not sure about it. Um, on the one hand, one may argue that higher education is so special that we do need master's programs, PhDs programs in those areas to make people aware of the, the ideas and the developments and the methodologies, research designs, etc. Um, I'm struggling with that. I'll, I'll give you just an example in my, from my own context. I work with a couple of PhD students who have done a specific master's in higher education, higher education management, higher education policy, and it's great fun to work with them because you can have a conversation and you can say, well, you know Clark 1983, uh, you know Troe 1996, you don't need to engage in a lengthy debate to explain what you're talking about because that's all part of our common curriculum as higher education researchers. So that sounds reassuring and that may be a plea for those kinds of program, but still, on the other hand, if I talk to my political science students and my public administration students and my anthropology students who come as PhD students, it is really great to engage in a debate with them because they are talking back and say, Clark 1983, never heard of the guy. <laughs> Troll, yeah. you know what I'm saying? they coming with their specific luggage from their disciplines, and it is as rich and convincing to work with. So I'm, I'm on two legs in this area, whether we should continue to see ourselves as a specific research group focusing on one particular topic, or whether we should reach out more to the disciplines and work together with the disciplines. Thank you very much.